0: Boy, look at our tether squad. We just got on a pitch and we say it off. I used to just want to get up for but we're up now when I want a lot more. If we quit now, it was all for nothing. They talk people but we call them bluffing. We can't call no more discussion. This season's all or nothing. Bukayo, boy, What's up, people? That's Welcome that's back to another episode boy. of the Canon Club Podcast, where we debate and give opinions on all things arsenal. Make sure you follow us and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Leave us with a five-star review. And if you want this discussion in more digestible little chunks, head over to our YouTube channel, Canon Club on YouTube and join the conversation there. My name is Mex and as always, I'm alongside my co-host, with my co-host, Paul. <laughs> Paul, what's good, bro? I'm
1: good, my bro. I'm good. Uh, still, uh, as we're recording anyway, we're, uh, the Chelsea game was yesterday. Still looking back at that and just thinking, my gosh, we, we really escaped with one. But good. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my bro, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, not too bad as we were just kind of chopping it up before... We hit the record button. Um, I've just kind of got back into football myself. So it feels good. Uh, Like I came home and just done a a couple of things around the house, um, put out some clothes to wash, washed up and had something to eat. And I fell asleep for like three hours. (laughs) Uh, It took a ton of money. But it feels feels good. Like it's good to get Mm a a back out there. Um, But yeah, I I didn't want to quite say, well, I thought you were going to say, in fact, I'm like buzzing off the result of the Chelsea game. (laughs) I mean, we got a point yeah <laughs> with, a, with a draw um like like we said in our match review for those of you that don't know it's on it's on the podcast feed so check out your podcast feed if you listen to this Or oh, it's also on the youtube channel this was our raw uncut feelings um straight after that chelsea game so if you want to check it out on the youtube channel and see how morose we really looked after getting a point <laughs> um, you can do that but you know, I guess we'll kind of touch on some things that happened in that game in, in conversation today, but it's all about, you know, looking to the the week ahead and the next stop is
1: Sevilla. Indeed, my bro, indeed. It is a must win. I didn't think we'd be saying this at game week three in the Champions League, you know, looking at the group and now it's it's a must win game. Um, yeah, bro, I, I and it's a way and you and some other members in our group chat have just spoken about Sevilla and it's caught the cauldron. You mm. so know, that that place can be. Um, I think even Real Madrid went there the other day and they got a 1-1 draw. So I know they've kind of switched it up since they changed their manager. But obviously, Real Madrid's still a top side despite maybe areas where they can need some reinforcement. But to go there, still get a draw. Sergio Ramos has gone back to Sevilla. He's leading their back <laughs> line. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a guy who's done it all. So his experience is going to be absolutely vital to them. But nonetheless, we need
0: that three points. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun fact. I saw, yeah, there's um, three players that have Champions League, you know, the, the most Champions League red cards, mm. all on four red cards. Mm. You mentioned one of them in, in yeah. Sergio Ramos. Um, do you think you can guess who the, who the others are? The other two. Ch-
1: Champions League red cards. The most. Um, the most, the most. you no. Okay. Uh, I'll give you one more guess. Uh, um, Pepe. That was no. who I thought. Okay, I said, wow. when I
0: saw when I saw the, the little statistic, a little bit of trivia come up, I said, for sure, it's got to be yeah. Pepe, Sergio Ramos, yeah. and someone else. They all have four, right? Sergio Ramos, there. Edgar Davids, ah. there. Four <laughs> as well. And yeah. Zlatan Ibrahimović, four. Ooh.
1: Zlatan? Yeah, that must that must be head loss. That even Edgar a- Davids is all head loss. It's all yeah, head I, th- loss. I
0: think I um, think Edgar Davids were all like second yellow offences. Oh, of okay, much, and yeah. had two uh, straight reds and two that were um mm. second yellows. But okay, yeah, Arsenal versus Sevilla or Sevilla versus Arsenal um this week. You said it. It's a cauldron. It's a it's an away game. It's a big away game. We thought Lons was a big away game for a team that is just returning to the Champions League and this, that, and the other. Um, this is going to be more competitive, te- Sevilla, more technically gifted side. Yeah, very versed in European football. We all know how much they love a European night. Uh-huh. Will Arsenal beat Sevilla? This particular Arsenal that you know we're turning up one week, turning up. The other week, not so much. Sometimes sometimes we show a bit of something. Will Arsenal beat Sevilla come middle of the week on Champions League match day three?
1: Call me a pessimist, pessimist, sorry, but history says no. History Mm. says when the going gets tough for Arsenal, the tough don't get going at Arsenal. But I do believe in this Arsenal squad. I do believe that when the job needs to get done, it gets done and i know i haven't got any trophies really to back that up but i've got performances and i've got team i've got my i've got faith in my team i just think they know the importance of it that us getting the three points here will really put us back on track and if we can obviously further down the line double that up with another three points at home against sevilla in the return leg then we are well on our way to to qualification so really this is the most important game in the group so far um and it it just has to be i think as we'll get on to, um, we've got to really look at the starting lineup. And just earlier today, I did see some people and um, talking about having a, 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 a center mid of like Rice, Vieira, and Havertz. And I was like,
0: Wait, 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 wait. Against
1: Sevilla? Against- <laughs> yeah. I was like, Do you want us to get... Against what? Why? <laughs> I don't know. They said that. <laughs> they said that. Oh, um, Because I think there was talk about Erdegaard's performances and obviously possibly fatigue and rotation and stuff. And it's like the twin eights thing with Vieira and Havertz. And I was just like, even Rice in all his ability, I just, I I cannot agree. That's stinky. So less of that. Um, And yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, funnily enough, they have a similar capacity to uh, Chelsea. And we know... The, the atmosphere might be even more raucous than, than obviously what we face in Stamford Bridge and it's abroad. And I know I've listened to some people speak about, you know, the, the experience in the Champions League shouldn't really matter, that if your squad is good, your squad is good. But I still feel like I'm kind of on the side of like airing on caution where it's, I just don't know if we've got the know-how, if we've got the ability to kind of quiet down a European crowd and kind of like put their backs against the wall Um, But like you were saying previously, um, I think when we were rounding off in the last uh, match reaction, you were just saying how um, these teams play us differently and they kind of give us space to kind of do our best damage. They don't kind of resort to those mid and low blocks, we hope. So obviously they still have attacking talent. Um, Sevilla are a funny side. So... You know, and I think they, they sit bottom at the moment. So they need points if they're trying to get into the... Oh, Europa of the League. group? Yeah, the group, yeah. I met you put you in the Spanish League. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't far away from it, but I think they've picked up some points now um, okay. since they made their manage- managerial change. But yeah, they if they want to go Europa League again, they're going to need to start picking up points soon. So and uh, where better to start then with the visit of Arsenal?
0: Yeah, uh, this is a game, right, where when you kind of look at the order of games, it's like, right, we beat PSV. We beat RC Lons. This was meant to be the tricky game where mm. if you then got away with a draw, all right, whatever. Mm. Fine. Fine. I'll yeah. take it. And now we were in a position where we won on match day one, just flat out lost on match day two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now we need to beat Sevilla to, to get things back on track. It's, um, it will be very alarming if yeah. Arsenal... Do not win. A draw would be disappointing. Yeah, it would be alarming if we don't win. Yeah, um, and or sorry, if we just straight up lose. Um, yeah, we really need to, especially after that that performance in the Chelsea game, which we spoke about. Seventy minutes of straight up cap. Us. Like we we need to definitely show something, and this is going to be a much harder atmosphere than, you know, Chelsea, Stamford Bridge was. Hmm. Um, Stamford Bridge wasn't a hostile atmosphere, I would say at all. No. This is gonna be hostile. I mean, we, we've seen some of the, the racial driven stuff that involved yeah. um, Vinicius over the past weekend. And obviously we hope we don't see that level of hostility to our players, like just do everything that's within the game's laws in it, in terms of fans. Wow. but. Usually, like we've been describing, the place is a cauldron. So, Arsenal really have to, you know, go there, strike early. Yes. Shut them man up. Like, silence them. Mm. And then maybe we can start playing some football tight at the back because we 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 displayed something special against Manchester City. We locked up Haaland and his mates. And against Chelsea, he was just freeing it up for them. Like... Yeah and we can't afford to do that um what's their striker called the in uh,
1: and in the series uh, in, in the
0: series that guy's guy. a striker he's that a forward guy. player Bro. like he's a proper forward player isn't it like so mm. and they probably got some other you know special donnies around him so yeah we we definitely need to you know treat this game with the utmost respect because if RC Lens can turn us over Severe can do us damage if we don't, you know, pay attention.
1: Yeah, no, I, bro, I totally agree. I mean, I think about, you know, like you said, players like in the series and he is like the Kevin Davis, the Albert Lewin mold. You know, he's, he, this guy, I can't, it was at the World Cup when he scored one header and he must have got up to like nine feet in the air. I swear, bro, that guy, he's good in the air. He's strong. He's quick. And I'm not gassing him up to say like, oh yeah, maybe we should buy him. I don't mm. think he's that good, but he's.
0: he's I, I, we've looked he's at him in the past. We have
1: looked at him in the past. Yeah, he's a very solid, and I think he's been linked to many Premier League moves. But he's a very, very solid striker. He knows what he's doing in and around the box, and there's going to be another test for Gabriel and Saliba if they start. Um, and yeah, like I said at the at the beginning of the um, of the episode, we've we've got the the veteran Sergio Ramos to contest with, and he knows every dirty trick in the game. He's mm. going to frustrate Jesus or Nketiah. Whoever he finds his hands on, he's going to pull and target and kick and everything. So, And he's very good in the air on corners as well. So we're going to really need to have our wits about us. Um, lineups, bro. I know we played a really tough game at Stanford Bridge recently. Um, we looked tired. We looked leggy. I'm really hoping that it was just an off day, the weather... I don't know. Maybe we had bad food or something. I'm hoping it's just that, and we can go there refreshed. Because I don't know if this is the time for rotation. I think this is where if if I'm I'm thinking, you know, what we got Sheffield United. I don't care if it's home or away. I can drop in a Trossard. I can drop in a Kivy or uh, Jorginho. or Net, like I'm not putting down Sheffield United because they did. You know, they just about lost out to United yesterday, mm-hmm. but. um I think we can go there with those players and get the job done and then have the breaking case of emergency players on the bench. But I think we've got to go there with whatever that strongest team is. Um, yeah, what do you think?
0: Yeah, the only like obvious, mm, I don't want to say obvious, but the only change I think I would definitely be making mm-hmm. is I'll like, take out Jorginho and put Partey in there. Yeah. Um, if Partey is good to play, Partey should be in there. Partey has some experience of the Spanish league. Um, he is a better player um, mm-hmm. than than he has got more of an engine on him, at least. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we're definitely going to need that. Um, and it's it's a it's a nice game like away from the spotlight quote-unquote the Premier League spotlight to kind Mm. of get him back into the swing of things get him back playing and then maybe he can he can continue even if we do rotate people against Sheffield United on the weekend um, Partey can get another game there he could be the stability in that team if there are going to be other changes um, Mm. just to kind of ease him back into into playing Um, so I I think largely it remains the same but Partey for me would be the guy that comes in
1: okay yeah i think i'm with you i think we got to go with the party rice Erdegaard, in my opinion um i think we've just got a, a part of me totally agrees with you that you know if we can get a goal in the first 5-10 and just keep them quiet rattle them and then we can really start to play football um that would be great but i think again we're going away hostile environment they're going to be up for it they need the points I think having that sort of double pivot, that safety with Party and Rice. And Rice is showing that he's quite adept at going forward as well. Um, mm. Again, what I kind of think we missed against Chelsea was Partey's kind of turning on a sixpence and kind of firing the ball into attackers. Um, Jorginho, I'm seeing he's more like lofting balls over the top every now and then, which didn't seem to be working for us. So yeah, Partey definitely in there. Keep the back four strong. Um I don't know, Zinchenko didn't have a great game. I think it might actually be a game for Tomiyasu. I don't know who their right-sided attacker is. I know Lamella's still kicking about or something like that, but oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, Lamella, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but I'm sure they've got some sort of tricky player out there. Um, and yeah, I don't know, just after that performance, I think maybe Tomiyasu, just for some more added steel in the back line, and he's just been playing... Um, outstanding recently, so maybe that's the only other change I would think of. I'd keep the same front three.
0: We got to look at um, the, the goalkeepers. The we
1: goalkeepers.
0: Do. Listen, this conversation is going to rumble on every week, probably to towards the end of the season. Mm. Who is going to start for Arsenal against Sevilla midweek? For me, for me personally, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brother <laughs> I I couldn't believe now meritocracy that's the word that you know people will play if they deserve to play etc etc against Man City before the international break mm. um, there was that 20 minute spell that we've spoken of that David Raya just didn't have a clue didn't yeah. look like he was a Premier League goalkeeper he got away with it Arsenal won on the day went on international break it was largely forgotten He's come back from international break and he's repeated his antics against Chelsea. We haven't been so lucky in that aspect, in one aspect. Yes, we were left with a draw at the end of the day, but, you know, those those goals, they, they, they cost us. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ramsdale was dropped with no explanation no previous like in in that same kind of spell after an Mm. international break he came back and was not in the team anymore Mm. after this last international break we had an opportunity to do the exact same to raya based on his man city performance we've stuck Mm. by him and now look right he wasn't Mm. the best and it's causing a lot of disruption in the camp, man. I'm mean, at least in amongst the fans, and you know yeah. what we think of Arteta, because now people are calling Arteta into question. People are now calling David Ryan to question. For me, if this is really a meritocracy, it's Sevilla is where Ramsdale comes back in, and if he doesn't, then if I'm Ramsdale on Wednesday morning or whatever, I'm knocking on my gaffer's door with a loaded Mm. pistol. And I'm like, big man, like, right, so is it a January move for me? Because remember, I'm trying to play for... No, real talk, because I'm alone. Because I'm trying to play for England at the Euros in the summer. Mm -hmm. And you've told me I'll get my chance based on merit, but it doesn't really look like that.
1: Mm.
0: So now, where are we? That's that's what I would do. That's how I feel.
1: I can't, I can't, I can't fault your line of thought there, bro. Um, It's the word you said, it's meritocracy. You know, that's what he said in, I think it was his first uh interview. If not, it's somewhere along those lines. He spoke about meritocracy. He spoke about playing, like players who play well get played and players who don't play well don't get played. Now, we know there's some exceptions to the rule, but I'm sorry, David Raya does not fall into that camp. You took out Ramsdell. Some have said that, you know, Ramsdale's kind of been iffy over the last year, the last said months and so on and so forth. Fine. The guy you brought in, don't get me wrong, when he first came in, my guy looks comfortable slotting into that left centre-back role, pinging balls here and there. But on the large part for myself personally, I have not seen this golf or even just this, you know what, he does what Ramsdale does, but with more consistency. I haven't seen that. I don't even think we've had the chance to really see him uh, shot stop or anything like that to an extent where you know Ramsdale kind of pulls off spectacular saves. I haven't seen that with Raya yet, maybe except for the one at Spurs. Um, but again, he had a couple calamity errors in that game as well. And so the question beckons: Is it a meritocracy? Does Ramsdale come back in, or is this the, is this the guy you want? Is it Naki Kanye in his ear saying, "Listen, he's gonna come good," like? I don't know, bro. I just think personally, it's got to be time for Ramsdale. I think he's had a kid. Hopefully, I'm sure you know if Rams. If if Alteta said, "Oh, I know you had just had your kids, You want some more time off?" He's going to say, "Big man, put me on the plane." Yeah. Personally, that's what I believe he's going to. He would say, and this would be Ramsdale's big moment. You know, he loves an away fixture. He probably won't even understand what the fans are saying behind him. He'll be revved up. He knows this is his chance. I think it's even a more gusto, more fire in the belly to go in. At least from his point of view, get the result that we need to take back to North London. So, it's got to be it's got to be Ramsdale. It's got to be Ramsdale. And if he has another good performance, stick him in goal for Sheffield United as well. Yes. And then we go and we go from there. And then we just see what happens. Um, personally, I think the best thing that Arteta can do to kind of manage this situation is to do it based on a meritocracy of his own choosing. In terms of is it one, two, three mistakes? Is it? Um, I just don't feel like you're playing well at this moment or just mix and match them for however you see fit. It might not be, you know, the norm, very unorthodox, but at the same time, otherwise, you have better just ship Raya back in January and terminate the loan or whatever. Because right now, if he stays in gold again, I can't lie, you have to start barking at the manager's door. As soon as he gets back, you have to start barking at the door and say, listen, you know, I don't think I did anything wrong. I mean, just even just lastly, I think there was uh, some quotes that he put in the Guardian recently. I don't have them to hand, but across along the general gist of it was him saying an interesting quote about, you try to do the right thing and it's wrong, or you try to do, but you end up doing the wrong thing anyway. Something along those lines. So I try no, to do what's right. No, this is um, Ramsdale. Okay. I tried to do the right thing and it turns out to be wrong. But then obviously, you do the wrong thing and it's wrong. And so it kind of sounds like he doesn't know what he's done wrong, or like maybe he's not doing what the instructions, like what the instructions he needs to be doing. He's not doing them, but he seems confusing himself. But that was just a little bit. Outside of that, he just spoke about, you know, I'm down. Ryan tries to pick me up. I pick him up when he's down, blah, blah, blah. But there's definitely some confusion. And personally, I don't think we're in a position to be losing Ramsdale on loan to anywhere or to you know, even in the future. I know his value is protected, but bro, bring this guy back in, man. I, I, it's not It's not even a thing of me saying that Ramsdale's this amazing keeper. It's just Ryan's not doing it at the moment. He's not.
0: You're, you're, you're right. We're, we're not in a position to leave Ramsdale. But again, if you are Ramsdale and this is meant to be based on merit and I'm mm. not seeing my name on that next team sheet after I'm seeing um, blunders against Chelsea remember the pass to to Cole Palmer, which David Raya was just running like an antelope along the floor to try and <laughs> block it. There was another chance. So I remember Nicholas Jackson, Nicholas Jackson got his name. He was running through on goal and Raya mm. was watching him, watching him. And I was already screaming at the TV. I was like, I dare you to bring him down. I dare you. <laughs> but he literally grabbed the ball straight from his feet. And yeah. I, I was just, but I have, I've lost confidence. Yeah, the confidence 100%. we spoke of about two or three weeks ago with this keeper, mm. it's gone. Like it's absolutely gone, and I just feel like I've got any old Arminia from the past back back in net for Arsenal. Mm. Like you said, this is based on merit. Ramsdale deserves a chance now. This has been two games. One we got away with, cool. Now this is too much. Now, yeah, this is this is actually too much. Arteta spoke about. Um, I think it was last season. He does have mm. time, times he wanted to bring off the keeper, change the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, never yeah. had the bollocks to do so, or whatever the case is. Mm. Um, now, you don't even have to make an in game sub. Yeah. You can, you can just do it with your lineup. This like, is it. do the right thing. And I think that's it. Like, yeah. I think worse than anything is like, we saw Raya coming in. We all love Ramsdale, although we know his shortcomings. And it's like, well, we'll back the manager. This is what yeah. the manager wants to do. We believe it's best for the club. And now we're beginning to see how this could be detrimental for the club. And Arteta needs to restore faith in his policy, what he claimed to be his policy, um, restore faith in the fans with at least making the right decision. If he makes the right decision and Ramsdell goes and fluffs his lines or Ramsdale goes and, you know, gets too gassed up with the severe crowd and does something silly mm-hmm. or whatever the case is, then. Ramsdale has to fall on his sword. You see what I mean? Yeah, but right now, the manager said something and you need to stick with it. Otherwise, you know, Manu would be looking at you sideways and saying you're a
1: liar. 100%. And I mean, this is the thing. It's like, I think it's similar to the Havertz situation where, bro, you think you've got to protect him. We have got another big game. That's true as well. Another big game, which again is going to be Raya's third biggest game of his career. again, in a matter of weeks and he doesn't seem to be coping with that with that pressure and it's not his fault in a sense you know again like what we spoke about when you're playing for Brentford every game you of course you play some big games you know maybe depending on your position their position in the table um or you know play man city play man united but there's lack of pressure if oh you make a mistake you're still the best keeper you're still very good at your feet they're going to rate you anyway but you come here at arsenal the level is Is high, and we're going to be at your neck, and not in a way where we're saying, Oh, we hate you or anything like that, but you just need to be on your game. So, I would personally say, Listen, I just want to protect you, you know, get the fans off your back because you make one more mistake, you misplace one more pass. And if I'm Arteta, I'm thinking, Then it's me, then it's my fault, then it's on me. So, stick Ramsdale in if Ramsdale doesn't have a good game. Hey, no one's going to get at you. Everyone's just going to say, "Well, you did your meritocracy thing. We got to get at the players. Maybe we need two new keepers, mm-hmm. you know." So that that's where we're at right now. But um, it has to be Ramsdale. It has to be Ramsdale.
0: Yeah, R- Ramsdale definitely needs his opportunity, in my opinion, and it's it's a positive that we can kind of have, you know, two half decent options like not Mm. a lot not a lot of clubs can can manage that a lot of pundits and people have said that this shouldn't be the way it's done with two first team keepers but um yeah we we, we're doing it now now you've got to manage the two of them um and it kind of brings us to you know this conversation about the importance of squad depth um I think against what Man City we mm. saw subs come off the bench and literally change the game for us. We yeah. saw um, the subs do the exact same thing against Chelsea. There's definitely an element of we're now in, you know, we're not Man City, but we're in the, the category of we've got players on the bench that can almost stand in like for like for first team players and come in and make a change. and um you spoke about Sheffield United and maybe that's the match where we do a bit of rotation. What's your thoughts on the level of our squad depth at the moment? And, um, you know, do we need to improve it in, in terms of not necessarily get more players in, but improve the current quality of the depth players?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we still got a ways to go with the quality of the depth players in certain areas. But I, I purely think you know we could definitely improve in attack but in attack in the attack sense we have got a plethora of depth you know we're bringing off smith rowe i mean we're bringing on um off we're bringing on smith rowe we're bringing on havertz for everything he is you know he's still a guy who was touted as a wonder kid we're bringing on trossard who's an accomplished player of course you could name a lot of better players but at the same time you don't want to have players like Vinicius Jr. on the bench and stuff like that. It's not going to happen in that sense. But the quality can definitely go up to the point where you get to that Man City level where you do have top quality players at international level on the bench and they're chilling because they know this is the best place to be. Yeah, I want to be here because we win. And that's what we're trying to build. But as you just rightly said, in the last two games, we've seen the subs come off the bench and affect the game. So much so that we're seeing players like... Nelson, or <clears throat> Partey, at some games, depending on game state, they're not coming off the bench. They're not being able to help. And I'm sure that's fueling them. That's making them go to training and work harder because you want to be a part of this season, you know, if God allows us to win this Premier League this season and the DVD <laughs> comes out, you want to be able to be like, yeah, 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 this is my episode or this is my section. On oh, a yeah, b-
0: yeah. b- 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 DVD, you want to play enough games <laughs> to get a medal. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: this is it. This is it. You want to you be able to say that, yeah, I played my part. I yeah. came off the bench and I affected games. So, yeah, with our squad depth, I think we definitely are looking in a position now where we're able to say, you know, because maybe teams of yesteryears or when we missed out on the top four, uh, when we lost it up at Newcastle, you would say that our bench was, you know, it was Cedric and co. It wasn't great. But now we can confidently say we could play a very strong 11, knowing that we can rotate in four or five positions if we wanted to and the level of player doesn't drop off. We know things like coherency and flow and stuff also matters, mm. but we can definitely look at our... We could definitely look to the bench and be able to say that, yeah, you know what, if we do uh, Vieira. I didn't even mention Vieira. If you did Vieira for Odegaard, yeah, that's all right. If we did uh, Rice for Havertz, oh, that's not too bad. Or oh, bring in Jorginho. bring in Partey. Oh, Trossard there. Nelson there. Smith-Rowe. False nine if you wanted to. And Ketia. These are players who could, in their own right, and maybe one way or another, could slide into the first team. And that's what we need more of. And maybe we're going to need our subs again at Sevilla. But at least we have subs and we're not, you know... Eleven plus two we're now eleven plus four five six now on the bench, and hopefully add more
0: yeah it's it's Im, it's important to have these players, man, and like we've said this the two last games off the bench against two of the better sides in the league as well. you mm. can see how it important it has been. these aren't guys that have come off the bench and we're flipping against some mid table club and mm. you know. These are, you know, two of the better teams in the league. So um, it's pretty impressive. Obviously, we are getting closer to January and that's when the window will reopen. Uh Um, There's a lot of talk around Stryker right now and obviously Ivan Tony is a name being thrown out. Ivan Tony in January seems pretty... The thing is, it it could be likely in a sense because he hasn't played for Brentford this season. Yeah. Um, At the same time, it is pretty unlikely for a deal of that size to happen in January. And it's been said that Arsenal are going to have to raise some funds to to let that one happen. Mm. Um, Is there anyone depth-wise or any position, should I say, depth-wise, you think is definitely needed for January and the remainder of the season?
1: Um, I think we spoke about it maybe an episode or two ago and it's the defensive options, really. Um, I worry about left-back. I worry about centre midfield when we have El Neni and Partey going off and it's just Jorginho and Rice. And we don't have... I know they're both like sixes. Rice is... I mean, in terms of eight, we've got enough options. But in that area, all it takes is, you know, the games pick up a little bit Um, Egypt or Ghana go far in the competition and we're without them for longer than we would like, I think we're going to have to get some sort of versatile DM. And I don't know how that's going to work in terms of the long scheme of things, because once they do come back, um, you know, then it's going to be difficult to give this guy like a role in the team, potentially anyway, but that's one position. And just looking at, I still worry if Zinchenko goes down and it's just Tomiyasu. I know you could stick or there, but again, it's like you know. Sometimes when when things happen in football, they happen in twos. You know, it's like it won't just be Zinchenko, be Zinchenko and Gabriel will go down. And then yeah, but it's even
0: like, even like we were saying, Tomiyasu's due to go to Asian Cup in January. Oh well. yeah,
1: exactly. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. So all of a sudden now, the it's it's Zinchenko or dying. Zinchenko can't be doing. He doesn't even. I don't think he's completed ninety minutes this season <laughs> for whatever reason. So who's coming off the bench. Who's coming? Is yeah. it Kibio that now is going to be like taking his role in? but then who's the cover for the centre so the centre backs? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's any I'm just looking at your face now, and not just remembering Cedric. <laughs> Cedric is there. Oh Cedric is local running up and down that touchline saying, um, put me in, Gaffer. Um, it's becoming a reality, isn't it? Oh bro, yeah, we we definitely need a versatile, another versatile defender and probably a midfielder. Um, And just to touch on the Ivan-Tony thing, I think the likelihood of a January move is very unlikely. Um, Brentford, I think, are chilling in 15th. Um, I think they got a win against Burnley on the weekend, quite emphatically, but they are lacking some star power. And Mm -hmm. Buemo started the season quite well, um, but yeah, they just seem a little bit off the pace and... Like Arsene Wenger said, (laughs) it'd be like a new sign-in for them. So (laughs) I think he'll probably try and see out that last six months and then it's the summer where they themselves can regroup and potentially use that money more effectively to then rebuild their team if Tony does indeed come to us or go anywhere else. But yeah, I do worry about what the Asian Cup and African Cup of Nations will do. And Japan are a very good side. They've taken scalps um, recently against Germany albeit friendly matches, um, even in the World Cup. They were, I think it was Germany again. Mm. Or was it another team as well that they've, you know, they're a very good team. So I'd expect them to be going quite deep in that competition. Fortunately for Tomi unfortunately for Arsenal. Um, but we're going to need cover. And I don't know where it's going to be coming from. So I think there's going to have to be some sort of low moves, at least to um, Stryker. We could probably get away with just, you know, going with what we've got. But midfield, and unless he thinks that Rice is going to last until they get back, we probably have to look at the fixture lists and see what it's like for... Starts January, I think maybe can go as long as mid-Feb, probably both of the competitions. So I think Champions League starts back in Feb, but there's still FA Cup to contest with. There might still be League Cup games if we're still in it. So we'll still have to plan. And even if we're playing one game a week, one injury away in that midfield and we're looking at Jorginho for 90 minutes.
0: Yeah. It doesn't sound
1: great, but nah. um,
0: I, you know what? You obviously mentioned, especially centre midfield areas. I don't think there's any harm in bringing someone in. Now, it depends on the level because mm. like we were saying, Jorginho probably leaves in the summer. Alneni mm. is leaving in the summer. Partey they probably try to move him on in the summer. Mm. Um, so we could at least aim to get a someone that could be a rotational kind of option um, mm. before we reach the summer. And maybe if we do sell party for sure, we look to sign who our actual centre midfielder is going to be. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like it doesn't... A lone move is, is fine as well, but I think they can look to sign someone, even if it's a younger player that they want to kind of develop over mm. a period of time, that guy, whoever he is, can come in in, in January, um, mm. on a permanent signing because I think, and Al- not really in contention in it. Like, mm. there'll w- <laughs> be, he isn't. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? He ain't
1: <laughs> a man's <mental> whole I- career. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mo-, oh. Mo-, Mo has done his time at Arsenal, like, he's he's here doing. Motivational coach on the on the sidelines these days yeah, he's at every right. game, but he's not in the squad or anything really. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, his time is is come to an end, and we know that. So it's it's a case now of finding, do I dare say, the next El Nene, whoever's going to hold that position, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, it could be a young player, could be an older statesman that they want to bring in um, as well. But yeah, there there will be minutes for that person um back end of this season and going into this season it just depends how much they want but um yeah i think we just definitely need to keep pressure on these people i mean uh, i don't even know if i should say this publicly but i know that i saw calvin phillips is looking for a a move away in january mm. i don't really know i mean pep signed him so he must be yeah. all right i know mm. Pep probably signed him for passport as well and for sure, Pep won't sell him to Arsenal or loan him to Arsenal. Yeah. But you know, there's there might be other players like that around that can come in and just do, plug a plug a hole. That's that's all it is until the end of the season.
1: What are you saying, Douglas Louise again? Douglas Louise. I'll take Douglas Louise. I'll take yeah. Douglas Louise. Like I don't think
0: he's a a, a crap player at all. Like mm. um, I don't know if
1: Emery will, will release him. Oh no no no! I <laughs> don't think he'll release him. Yeah. But yeah, somebody like that. Uh, I'm trying to think, even just top of my head, if there's anyone in the prem who they wouldn't mind letting. Like the move would be too good to turn down. But I can't think of anyone off it's, the top of my that, head.
0: But... It's that like Trossard type, yeah, sign that we yeah. need to find again. Um, mm. But I yeah. I don't know who's in them. The, like the middle of that that those middle table clubs now, the Brightons, yeah. The, Newcastle aren't really one. Um mm. who does other pretenders in the league now that we need mm. to you know you know who I would like that, to pinch is I, I to be fair, I don't even know where they are on the table right now. Um Onana, the place for Everton. Oh yeah,
1: he'd be a mate, but he'd go for big peas but he'd be yeah. he'd be great. But he'd he's be, still he's very still, young. he's still very young, but yeah, I think he'd be he'd be a great little still. Oh, if Everton went down
0: yeah oh, that's what yeah. I'm thinking like if he I'd goes that, down though, yeah oh, if, I, if he goes down I'm Mikel Arteta I'm turning back at my old ground I'm, say, I'm going back to Coulson <laughs> Park I'll be like you man <laughs> like honestly like I think he's definitely someone that can come in and be one of these options like we're saying I can imagine yeah. Onana a role he may not like going from regular football Everton but obviously mm. we're a better team than that he comes in be a, even someone to just plug a hole at the end of a game sort of thing yeah uh, um, or he could literally hold that six position, make it his own to free mm. up Rice to do eight. Um,
1: yeah. So, yeah. I don't think that's a bad shout though, because I mean, although I've had some people in the comments on our TikTok, Ann and in club life on the TikTok um, mm. saying that there's no way we're releasing three midfielders this summer in terms of El Neni, Jorginho and Partey. And, in a I, sense, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible. In a sense, I said, I understand where you're coming from, but in the same breath, you know, these are not like, this is Partey who's pushing, I think he's 30, 31. Um, he's obviously had links with Saudi, Jorginho. There was links about going back to Italy. He must be 32, 33. And Nene's definitely going. Like He's going because I'm making sure he's going um, <laughs> 100%. And, so, and all of a sudden, there is now space in that midfield for someone like O'Neill to come in and, you know, be a, a rotational or like, you know, rotational six, someone who can come in and close games, start the ga- occasional games. And he's definitely up to the level. He's got the pace, he's got the power and the technical ability. So that's actually quite a good shout, to be honest, I'd say for someone to, you know, you know, Arteta loves a player who's, um, who's done it in the Prem. The Prem. So, yeah, I yeah. hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: makes sense. Like, I don't think any Arsenal fan should fool themselves. I I generally feel, you know, out of these three names I'm saying, El Nene, Partey, Jorginho, at least, at least two of these men are gone in the 100%, 100%. summer. Hundred percent, hundred At least it's definitely it's El Nene and whoever.
1: Yeah, yeah. like
0: that's 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 a fact. I think it's is definitely happening. Yeah. So I'll I'll be shocked if it's just El Nene, and then I don't know. We, we still have Partey, we still have Jorginho, and maybe Lokonga comes back in. Who knows? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, a... I'll be shocked if that happens. Yeah, not to the... say I mm. want any of these guys gone. Yeah, like, yeah, El doesn't play much, but everyone knows I'm a, I'm a fan, I like him. Mm. Um, Jorginho, I think he fits a nice little space in our team. Could he go and get more football on a longer contract elsewhere? Probably, mm. and that you know, as a football player, you want to protect your. You know, income, your future. Then you'll go and take the option. Mm. Partey, I wouldn't necessarily want to move on either. But if the if the deal comes along, and with his track record of injuries, it may just be something mm. that is a wise option. So, yeah. and I think all of these are plausible for the summer. So, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think uh, it's not to be pessimistic, but I think fans need, just need to start preparing themselves mm. for this kind of. Yeah, movie.
1: I mean, I think the only thing in that is. We saw maybe how we switched things up quite a bit this summer, and how it took a while to gel. Letting go of um Xhaka and uh, bringing in Rice, bringing in Havertz, and how that's kind of shaking up the midfield quite a bit, and maybe trying to avoid doing that too heavily. But the difference t- this time is, though, mm. these man, all these three guys are us
0: Talking about all play the same position, so yeah. they never play together. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. To the first team, it will literally just be one new person coming in.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Oh, yeah. Mm. And to be honest, I think we're in a position where clearly Neni is a very, you know, he's a capable player, but he's not of the level anymore and he's on another one-year deal, which we should have got rid of him last season, but because of the injury. I think, if anything, Jorginho could probably slide into that Elneny role, but depending on what sort of if deal we wants- give him, if he wants to, maybe he wants to go back to Italy where he could probably play maybe another three, four seasons, depending yeah. on his own fitness. Um, Part is probably the one where you say, we bought this player, not really thinking that we were going to be able to extract any value back from him other than his contract. But if somebody wants to give us a, a 20, 30 million from Saudi or, you know, elsewhere in Europe, you know, I'd, I think he'd be he'd be crazy to turn it down because you know that money's not coming back to you. So if you get that and you get his, uh, he must be close to 200K, I'm sure, on, on wages or something like yeah. that back. And you can invest that again and go again and start to refresh the team um, with an Onana or, you know, I've heard other rumours, you know, even someone like um, Paqueta. I know Man City were involved, but I've heard about him as well. And I would love someone like him. I think he would be, I was thinking about the other day, I think he's the eight we should have gone for over Havertz. He would have been a lot better than Havertz at eight.
0: Well, yeah. I love Piquet, the, yeah. the, the dancing, the energy, uh, brother,
1: the, the dancing man. That guy, I think it would have been too much. West Ham would have told us to to go do one if we said yeah, let's take Rice and Piquet, so they would have eaten us alive for like two hundred and fifty million or something. But yeah. he's someone who I would love if we could go back there and just say, listen, look, we're just trying to see what you're saying, <laughs> you know, and, and bring him. You know, I think he's worth about the the eighty million or so Man City were touting in terms of this day and age. Not his actual value, but yeah, he'd be... A, I think he would. I was just watching him the other day. I was like, oh, we should have got you over Havertz, man. But yeah, Relax, I digress.
0: Yeah, he's a player. He is a player. Yeah. But yeah, mm. um, like we're saying, man, big week ahead. We've got the the squad depth to to kind of help cover it. It looks mm. like um, quite a few people have come back from injury now. Um, yeah. There's, I guess some players that we're still waiting to... Um, Allegedly find form like Reese Nelson. That's why he's not been starting, says our gaffer. So mm. we'll see. But we've the games are gonna keep coming, coming thick and fast. I'm sure we'll probably be back in Carling Cup action or Carabao Cup action over the next few weeks as well. So um mm. yeah, some some interesting developments will happen there. Any last things before we sign off,
1: Paul? Um no, just another another big week for us. Um we have to go and get these three points um, against Sevilla. I mean, I know a draw wouldn't be a catastrophe, but if we can just go in, I think mean, even more so for the confidence to be able to say, yeah, we went there and we got what we needed and we left and we, we got there. we got it with confidence, especially after the performance at Stanford bridge. Um, and we kind of managed to get a result, but I really want to see a performance and a result. I mean, uh, if we took a 1-0 and we played absolutely shocking, you know, you'd take it. But then you start to ask bigger questions about how this is going to translate going forward. But we just have to go to Sevilla. I mean, even the name of the stadium. I, I just looked it up and it was like, it's a it's a mouthful. Ramon Sanchez-Pizwan Stadium. Like, mm-hmm. we need to go there and just shut them up. And I mean, this is a Europa League team in its in general, but they play in the Champions League because they win the Europa League. Yeah. So, you know, we we should be putting them to the sword, but it's not to say it's going to be easy. But if Arsenal want to continue to show that we've now reached a new level, a higher echelon, these are the sort of games we need to be going there and turning up and and going back to North London with the three points.
0: That's right. Well, people, that's another episode of Canon Club Podcast in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, hit your podcast platform of choice with a five-star review. Let the people know about this podcast if you're enjoying it, and also drop us a tweet on the old X platform as they call it these <laughs> days, um, Canon Club Live on there. And of course, you've got the YouTube channel if you want to watch these conversations back, Canon Club on YouTube. Like Paul mentioned as well, we've got TikTok Canon Club Live. On there as well. We'll be back same time next week. Obviously, talking all things that would have happened in the Sheffield United game, um, and I guess the Sevilla game, and of course, check out the midweek match review for that Sevilla game as well. It'll be on the podcast for the audio listeners um, and on the YouTube as well. Like I say, same time next week. Come on, you Gunners! Come on, Arteta! Put Ramsdale back in the team. <laughs> That's right. Boy, look at our tether squad. We just got on a pitch and we say it off. I used to just want to get top four. But we're up now and I want to know more. If we quit now, it was all for nothing. They talk big, but we call them bluffing. We can't call no more discussion. This season's all or nothing. Bukayo, that's our boy. I told you that Saka's a star boy. Tech time, could we come in?